0: Welcome to Straight Shooters, where you will get straight talk concerning our Christian walk with host Earl Motes and me, Doreen Davis. And today we're going to be discussing whatever comes to our minds today. (laughs) And one thing that comes to my mind today is, um, Earl brought this up to me last week, is sanctimonious saints. And we couldn't, we couldn't, for some reason, we just couldn't get anything to come to our minds about it. But you know what? Something has recently taken place. And so, yeah, I'm going to fly with it. <laughs> um, I, I, um, I started a, a new page on Facebook, and it's called Love Potion Number 9. You all need to look it up and check it out. Um, and I, in one of my posts, I posted, a man who stops loving his wife. Has broken covenant with her and then um, and then you know one man comes in and gives me uh, the scripture in Ephesians how wives are to be submissive to their husbands when he missed the whole point and I'm gonna tell you right now when I hear a man looking at a scripture reading it through a religious spirit that's about control. And submission is not about bowing at someone's feet. It's not about controlling someone. It's not about um, you do this or else. It's not about um, you kiss my feet because I said so. Um, submissive is about going in the same direction. Amen. It is not more than that and not less than that. It is a man's place to love his wife. The Bible says men love your wives as Christ loves the church. It doesn't say wives love your husbands because you see when a husband is loving his wife the way he's supposed to, she's going to love him back the way she's supposed to. It all falls on the man. Like it or not, man, it falls on you, not her. Because, see, you're supposed to be the head of the house. You're supposed to lead in a loving way, not lead in a forceful way or in a controlling way. That's not what a head of the house is supposed to be. Amen? Amen. So that got under my skin, and I called Earl, and I said, Earl... (laughs) I'm going to need you to help me tone it down a bit because I want to slap this man across the face with my words and I don't want to do that. Um, Because I've heard so many men in the past take that and abuse it and use it as an excuse in being abusive to their wives. There are men out there who talk to their wives like they're dogs and who walk in front of their wives like they're ashamed of them. Now, I'll say this. My ex husband never walked in front of me. But I did walk in front of to. <laughs> I did walk in front of him. <laughs> but not intentionally. I'm like a speedy no, Gonzalez. Geez. I I I just want to get in there in the grocery store and get out, you know? So it was never intentional. I I I I'd, I'd turn around and the man would be a mile behind me. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, I got to slow down here." But anyway, it's okay for us wives to walk in front of the husbands, but not the husbands in front of the wives (laughs) or boyfriends. Boyfriends, if you're walking in front of your girlfriend, shame on you. You need to be beside her because if you're ashamed of her, you don't need to be with her. And I want to say this, any man who can't love a woman the correct way, you have no business getting married. You have no business marrying her. Uh, men, I'm, I'm going to give an example. I want to give a um, a definition of sanctimonious. Sanctimonious is making a show of being morally superior to other people. Mm-hmm. Men, you are not superior to your wife. Matter of fact, you're just, you're supposed to see her superior than you. Even though she's not. Because when we treat each other well, when a man treats his wife well, she's going to treat him well back. Um, Religious spirited men, they do. They think they're superior over woman, over women. And they think that a woman should kiss the ground that they walk on. They think the woman should kiss his feet. Well, I got news. You're wrong. You need to be kissing her feet. And. um,
1: (laughs) That's after the Bible thing, washing (laughs) washing them first.
0: Yes, you wash her feet and then you can kiss them. (laughs) Um, I watched this video and I know that it wasn't meant that way and it was the woman, she was in her. They were worshiping the Lord and the guy was standing up worshiping God and then she was on the ground worshiping the Lord, too. But it looked like she was worshiping at the man's feet. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, no, they both need to be on the ground worshiping the Lord. I'm sorry that that kind of bothered me. And maybe that comes from. Uh, I just know. I, I don't know if I'm wrong in thinking that way, but I know I'm not wrong in thinking she should be worshiping his feet. No. No. I think they both should have been on the ground worshiping the Lord, not him standing over her and her down there. To me, that was wrong. And uh, it didn't look right to me. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but just put a bad taste in my mouth. Um, it just unnerves me to see a man think that he is worth more than a woman when she really is. Um, he should, she should be priceless in his eyes. She should be worth more than gold, diamonds, and rubies, is how he should see her. You know, and Romans 8, 139, you know, there's so many people out there that walk and think they are sanctimonious over other people. I know some people who, well, before I go on, Earl, did you want to add anything to what I had to say?
1: Mm, not a whole lot okay i uh i'm I'm listening very carefully (laughs) i'm going to be in a few minutes i'm going to be like the old guy the pastor said does any man have anything to say and he said i want to say a word for texas so so i'm going to say a word for men after she gets (laughs) (laughs) after she gets through i'm going to say a word for men i bet you're not you may not you may not agree with what I'm even what I'm going to say okay but um I'm going to say some things that a lot of this comes from going back men going back into the old testament days yeah when women actually when men had 15 20 30 100 wives it would be kind of hard to put any one of them in a on a pedestal because you've got too many wives, okay? You only need one. That's mm-hmm. all you need. And I know what the whole story there was. It was to make more children to the king. Right. That's what that was all about. And he had concubines, and he had so many wives. But if you, if if there's a relationship between a man and a woman, which is called compatibility, and it's called respect yes. for each other. Now, this works both ways. Yeah. This works both ways. I agree. Not not always, if a man loves that woman, every now and then, you're going to have a n- nasty woman. <laughs> okay. and And she's not going to love him back. But the whole idea is that's what is required, mm-hmm. regardless to whether... You're not giving love necessarily to get love, right? Okay, you should be loving a person because of who they are, because you respect them. Mm -hmm. Look, you chased this woman all over the country, Mm -hmm. okay? You followed her, you dreamed about her, you you bought valentines, you did all of these things. You opened and closed the doors, you bought her food, you took her to the movies, you done everything you could do to win her. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden, you stop. She's repulsive to you. Come on, right? I mean, what what happened? Where where did you go? Mm-hmm. I mean, you did all of this to win her, you know. Now you got her. Now you're going to put her over in the, on the corner and say, "Okay, you sit over there, and I'll sit over here. I get the big piece of cake. You get what's left." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's that's not that's not what we're looking at here. No, right? this is that's not a relationship. Right, that's a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up in a, I grew up in a family where. My mom and dad were—they they should have been the most two most incompatible people on the planet. My dad was a, was a farmer. He was a redneck farmer. My—he had a third grade education. He married a woman who had just left the University of Tennessee, and and I used to wonder how they got ever got together. Come to find out, that her father was a conductor on the L&N Railroad and he got moved to Etowah, Tennessee. So she had to leave college. So she was, she had needed a couple more credits to be a teacher. So those two people should have been the most two incompatible people in the world. Mm-hmm. These were the absolute, it looked like you had carved something out the way that my, my dad and mom fit together. Yeah. Now they weren't always lovey-dovey but I'm Mm -hmm. what I'm saying is how they complemented one another my mom turned around from all of her education and all of these things and became a southern (laughs) redneck housewife a cook a housekeeper a children raising children all of those things she kept my dad's books for him she she educated me before i ever got to school i went to school i knew how to read and write and could spell my name and say maybe season of multiple tables and all that before i skipped a grade in school but but there there was you would have thought you, you could not put these two people together mm-hmm. but somehow or other mm-hmm. they worked it out yeah she my mom was not submissive (laughs) in no certain terms she was not Mm -mm. she stood up for what was her rights right and and uh and i say good for her good for her she she was they were the two of the hardest working people i've ever known in my lifetime they they were they would have would have considered them slave labor. They mm-hmm. just worked like dogs. I mean, they, dogs don't work that much, but yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's, a, that's a bad saying. Yeah. Dogs sleep most of the time, but but they were they were compatible, and so all of their life they stayed together a long time. They had some problems, but the problem was that they that I couldn't figure out for us as a kid how they could, but they did. They fit together mm-hmm. because they they would just. They complemented each other, and yeah. that was, she took care of him, he took care of her. Mm-hmm. He was the macho guy, she was the perfect housewife. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So that's 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 how these things operate. It, and, but
0: they had mutual respect for each yeah, other. Yeah. You know, that's the key right there. You know, without respect, you don't have anything.
1: No, no, no that won't work.
0: There's no point in going on, if you're not going to respect your wife or your your husband, you don't need to be in the relationship.
1: Yeah, now let, let me turn this around just a second. Okay. I'm back to you. The same thing about the lady.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When he was chasing you, you were at your very best. Mm-hmm. You put on your makeup, you put on your eyebrows, you put on your eyelashes, you put on your lipstick, you fixed your hair, you dressed nice, you wanted to look the best you could. So when you get married, don't stop. Right. Don't stop that. Right. Do not stop. Hear that, that. ladies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Stay that same lady. Now, if you suddenly start swearing and drinking (laughs) and 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 you know and throwing things. What what
0: led her to that though?
1: Well but, but I mean it, yeah, it's probably it's probably a, it's probably a six of one, half a dozen the other. But what I'm saying is with the same token that he needs to do the things he did, but you also need to do the things that you yes. did to make to, to get together. You
0: gotta you know, I'm writing a story. I'm done writing the the story and uh and it's called um oh oh, oh well, well never mind um and it it talks about how um when men when you romanced her from the beginning you won her that needs to happen throughout the marriage sure. it isn't just about winning her and then after you won her oh i don't have to do these things anymore this is why so many wives Cardo- yeah <laughs> You know, this is why so many wives get so disappointed and they get this they go from a happy glow to a sad, sorrowful look on their face. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh my gosh, what happened? He doesn't love me anymore. Why you know, well, I have to say I never I never well, I have to say I was never romance, so I don't um not with the man not from the man that I married. So I was kind of ignorant on some things, but um uh but um uh, men you need to keep that going and women just as Earl said you need to keep yourselves groomed, take care of yourself. He married you, a woman who was taking care of herself, and then women just stop taking care of themselves and and they just think they can eat whatever they want. Hey, I've girl. I've seen women when grow. they were oh when they were pregnant, and they just took advantage of, I'm going to eat whatever I want, and I'm going to have all these candy bars and Taco Bell, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Because I'm eating for two, no, that's hogwash. You're still eating for you, and that baby's going to get plenty of food Mm -hmm. from eating for yourself. And, And then women don't understand, well, what happened? You ate whatever you wanted. You know, we can't eat whatever we want. We have to take care of ourselves always. And when we respect ourselves, then we're going to respect that other person. But if you don't have respect for yourself, you can't have respect for your spouse. If you don't love yourself, I just posted this this morning. Classy is loving yourself. And you can't love the correct way until you love yourself first. So you must respect yourself. To respect that other person. And so get classy back. Be classy. Respect yourself. Love yourself so you can begin loving your spouse the way you're supposed to. So you can begin respecting your spouse the way that you're
1: supposed to. Right? Some people might say, listening to me, who are you to tell us? how to have a marriage. Well, I'm pretty well up to date on that category. I've been married to the same woman for 65 years. She's a happy, happy, happy woman. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And she, and, and I haven't been the, an ideal husband. Don't get me wrong. But the thing about it is another thing that, that I've talked to Doreen about this a lot and, I'll say this and I'm going to be through, but do the things that you've you've always done. Yeah. I mean, as far as making the marriage work. Now, if you have a wife and she has a job and she goes to work and she works eight hours a day and she comes home. You have a job, you work eight hours a day, you come home. Don't prop yourself up in the chair and wait on her to carry you your food. She's tired, too. Yeah. And and it don't hurt you once in a while to You say, oh, yeah, you're going to wimpy. No, no, that's the last thing in this world that I am is wimpy.
0: Mm, that's right. And he's not. And that man tells it like it is to people and he doesn't hold back. I'll tell you that right now. That's not wimpy. No. <laughs> I admire him
1: for that. And and I have always, always helped out around not, I mean, I traveled for 27 years. I could not do that. and and, and But when I went home, when, I, when my wife worked and I was in town, I had an easy job. I had a job with a lot of the work picked out of it because I owned my own business. I could do what I wanted to do. And if I was not busy... And I'm sitting in my office reading, and she's at work. I go home at 3 o'clock in the afternoon and fix the evening meal. And when she gets home, it's sitting on the table, and it's a good food. I'm a great cook. I'm a good cook. <laughs> yes, he is. And, and she walks in and sits down and eats. I say, go sit down, watch TV. I'll take care of the dishes. Well, and then there's a fight on because she's not going to let me do that. <laughs> she's going to say, no, I'll do it. But but the thing about it is, it's little things. It's not, it's not major things. It's right. not the fact that you bought her a diamond race- right. bracelet. Mm-hmm. That will wear off in two days. Yeah. You understand. But if you respect and love that girl, mm-hmm. she's going to know that. She's going to feel that. She feels safe. She feels secure. She knows that you're not going to get out here and cause no trouble. And you don't have the right to play golf three days a week and she takes care of the kids. Right. And, and you say, Boy, you, you're being rough on me. No, I'm not. I am not. But when you say, I'm going to have a night out with the guys. And we're going to go bowling, or we're going to go do this or that play. God, then why not that she doesn't have a night out? You keep the kids. Mm -hmm. You take care of the kids. Mm -hmm. You let her have a night out, for heaven's sakes. Now, mine would never do that. There was she didn't run with women. She just she was pretty. You know my wife Mm -hmm. Doreen very well. She did not run with women. I'd say, take get in the car, get invite some of the girls, go out and eat. Mm -hmm. Nah, stay here with you. Right and. But the thing about it is, do the things that it takes to keep it solid. Yes. Um, Have we had any rocks in the road? Of course. Of course. Everybody does. Everybody does. But never in, you go talk to my wife today and ask her, has she ever felt like that she was being mistreated or insecure and I wasn't doing the things that, matter of fact, I've done too much. I've took too much off. but, but I'm not saying that I'm not bragging on myself. This is what everybody needs to do. Mm-hmm. You, that's that's why you have, that's why you have people who've been married a half a dozen yeah. times. Yeah,
0: I will say, Earl has really he has, he has done so much for Barbara. He has taken <laughs> because he loves her he uh he has taken so much away from her by doing the dishes um doing all of these things for her instead of her doing them and um that it has now she is sitting on the couch and and um used to him doing it all but it's because now she's not really capable of doing a lot of those things Um, And I'm sure she would if she could. But um, Barbara, I mean, Earl has (laughs) enabled uh, Barbara from doing things. But that's because he loves her and he wants to take care of her. And he takes awesome care of Barbara. Yeah, he overdoes it. I will say that. But he loves her and he does it because he enjoys it, not because he has to. There's a difference. He does it because he enjoys it and because he loves her. So if you're doing something because you have to,
1: <laughs>
0: you need to stop and ask yourself, why do you feel that way? Because that's not right. It's not good. Um, and that's not love. Love goes out of its way and love overlooks Over, love overlooks those little um, pebbles that get in the way. Mm-hmm. love overlooks those things and love doesn't hang on to those things um it's the boulders uh, that need to be taken care of not the little pebbles right
1: mm-hmm. and sounds like I'm doing I'm being mean to the men uh, women have a responsibility along the same line but they are not. Now, the guys have jumped up and said, I am the head of the household. <laughs> okay, so what does the head do?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The head has to do what the head's supposed to do. And if you want to be the head, you're going to have to do the things that you're supposed to do. And that, that when, when it says submit yourself, for a wife to submit yourself, it doesn't, you need to read the book. Mm-hmm. It says, in the Lord.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: this is not this is not an everyday thing this is in the bible Mm -hmm. the guy's quoting the doreen out of the bible Mm -hmm. he needs to quote the whole bible right the bible says in the lord now if if your if your husband is not serving the lord i don't see how you can respect him if you're serving god Mm -hmm. because you want to have a husband that's compatible in that area and you, and if it's not happening you're not going to be happy mm-hmm. when i went to church with a lady whose husband beat her before she went to church he was a drunk mm-hmm. he beat that woman before she went to church i had an old pastor was the most loving man i've ever known in my life he said uh notes He said, I would love to put my hands on that guy. But she would come to church, Mm -hmm. and you would never know Mm -hmm. that he'd pulled her hard just before she left the house. Mm -hmm. She would dance in the aisle. She would shout. She would worship God. And so, you see there.
0: Desperation. there,
1: There. she can have no respect for that guy no god don't even respect him.
0: you know what's sad though is women have been told you make your bed you lay in it you marry a man you're stuck with him no ladies you are unequally yoked with a man who is not loving you who is abusing you control is abuse and you do have permission scripturally to leave that man God is love. Anything outside of love is not of God. That scripture right there, enough. When you are being abused, you have permission to leave because the word says, if you, in Corinthians, if you, I'm going to say it in my own words, if there is no peace, then you have permission to leave. Mm-hmm. Anyone who is in a marriage and there is no peace and there is abuse, you have the right to leave. You are unequally yoked because there is no love. And that is, and that's all you need. That's all you need. You don't need more than that. Um, I like what you said, Earl, because it's the truth and you know it love men love your wives as christ loves the church love your wives as you love yourself there's not a man who doesn't love himself well yeah there are some men out there that do not love themselves and um not many many, but i have to say my ex-husband was one when you can't love yourself then you can't love your spouse and you can't love the right way when you don't love yourself. And, you know, and then it brings unhappiness. It brings, you know, un- and when you don't, you know, there, there, are, there are ways, different ways of control. And then there is emotional abuse and mental abuse because of that person not loving themselves. So it doesn't have to be a physical abuse, ladies, it's also emotional and mental. And any man that reads the scripture or woman, though there are some women out there who are very dominating, that's wrong. If you're a dominating woman and you've got to have it your way, yeah, that's not love. That is not love. And you better take a good look at yourself. Because if you don't get rid of it, he's got the right to leave you if he wants to.
1: He probably will.
0: It goes both ways. Respect. Yeah. It's not all about you, ladies, and it's not all about you, man. It's a mutual respect. Yeah. Re- mutual respect is the correct way of loving. Mm-hmm. Um, we've really
1: um we talked about sanctimonious people.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: And sanctimonious people are people like that who they want to use the Bible and the sanctimonious really relates a whole lot to religious people. Yes. They want to use the Bible as a way to beat somebody down. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like the lady was standing the guy guy was on the outside of the church and, and the woman was beating her husband and the guy said, what are you doing? She said, I'm beating him with the word of God. (laughs) So they want to beat you with the words of, of, of that the Bible Pronouncing now, if you if you take that scripture Doreen, just quoted to you, that husbands love your wife, as Christ loved the church, and we talked about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Christ loved the church, but he was not a dictator of the church. Right. Okay. So, so uh, you can you can love your wife as Christ loved the church. Christ died for the church that means you would die for your wife christ gave everything to the church you 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 give up you know you you don't, you don't you don't have a private life anymore right you are one mm-hmm. you are married together you become one person that person is a part of you the bible says why would you take the 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 the, the body of of a so, a saved person and and put it in the harlot. You mm-hmm. know? So, so you've got to be, it says, be unequally yoked together. But, but see, Christ, Christ's relationship to the church is love.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: L O V E. He loved the church. Mm-hmm. So, it said, as Christ loved the church, he gave himself for it. Mm-hmm. So, we mentioned about pastors sometimes who want to control their con- congregation. Uh, I have a pastor, but he is not my boss. Right. He does not live my life for me. Mm-hmm. He can t- he can preach the word of God to me all day long, and I will listen, and if he's in the word, I'll agree with him. But if he starts putting me down, mm-hmm. I don't have to agree with that. That's Because right. he's wrong to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, so Christ loved the church, but not in that, not in a dictatorial. Now, he's going to judge you, mm-hmm. But but... Right now, he loves you. Right. He's, he's for you. He's going to do it. He, he gave everything that he had to the church. hmm So you give everything that you've got, wife to your husband, husband to your wife. hmm It works real well if it starts with the guy. Mm-hmm if he respects that lady because she's supposed to be a lady and he's supposed to respect the fact that she is a lady. Mm -hmm. And and he married her and begged her to marry him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So now you don't turn this around and say, okay, now I've got you. You do what I say. It's a together thing. right? It's not you do your partnership. You go your separate way. I'll go my separate way. Mm -hmm. You raise the kids. I'll play golf. Right. That's not it. It's mm-hmm. not it. So this is good advice, but it's not based on something I believe. It's something I believe in the Word of God, mm-hmm. that that this is the way things ought to be. Mm-hmm. Because this guy that was quoting to her was quoting out of the Bible. Mm-hmm. So he's quoting the Word of God. So if you're going to quote the Word of God, quote it all. Right. Don't pick out one little favorite thing and say, okay, I'm going to condemn you because of this.
0: uh mm-hmm. Yeah, people who use the word. I know some people that use the Bible and they'll take it to whip to whip and to condemn. I I know some people that have trot they they because they're so unhappy with themselves and they're right about everything. Everyone else is wrong. They know more than everyone. And they'll take it Same. Yep, they're sanctimonious. And they'll take it and point out your flaws to everybody else. What the scripture says is I've had, I know some people that have done this about me. Pointing it out to some people that I know. And uh, about talking about me. Uh, she's not raising her kids right. This is what the scripture says. I'm thinking, oh, she's not re- raising her kids scripturally and i just laugh at that and these people um i'm just going to say you know it is a family member they don't know anything about me um they don't listen to any of my stuff or read my stuff so they don't get to take they don't take the time to get to know who i am and so they've even gone behind my back saying things to my kids trying to find stuff and turn my you know and i'm thinking Oh, my gosh. Now, I will say this. It used to have an effect on me. But you know what? Praise the Lord, it doesn't anymore. Because I see that these people, I love them. And I told my kids, I said, you know what, you all? I want you to know that I love them. But I don't like, um, I don't like the behavior. don't have to. And I don't have to. So you know what I do now? Because I see the unhappiness. They want, I see the unhappiness in them because you can tell when someone's happy and they're really living for the Lord. And you can tell when someone is walking in a religious spirit and a sanctimonious. And sanctimonious thinks they're better. And I was told years ago that this person thought she was better than me. And lost her job at a bank because the Lord showed her how she thought she was better. Well, she still thinks that way. And people think because they make more money than you that they can treat you like you're nothing. And they think that because they make more money than you that you're not on the right path of God. Mm -hmm. And see, the devil, that's how the devil works. He'll make you think because you're making all this money that you're on the right track with God and doing all good and all well. Well, let me tell you about me. I may not be making the same kind of money as they are, but the faith that I have in my Lord, I have prosperity right there. Mm -hmm. That's all the prosperity I need because you see, when we are prosperous in our faith and our walk with the Lord, we don't have any worries. We don't have any concerns because we know That we're on the right track and God, we're in the will of God and God is going to come through in every way whenever there is a need. So you see that I'm rich in the Lord in that area and I wouldn't trade it for all the money in the world. I wouldn't trade it for a million dollars because when crap hits the fan, guess who's going to be standing and guess who's going to be falling? I'm going to be standing. So... Having a sanctimonious attitude um, is going to get you to hell. It's not going to get you to heaven. And that's pride. Here's a scripture, Romans 8, 1 through 39. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And
1: who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit
0: that's right and those who are sanctimonious are walking after the flesh and not after the spirit because we need to see good in each other i don't let me tell you something i have never gone around saying one bad thing about my family members i've asked uh, my sister gina and my kids i said have you ever heard me say anything bad about this person no, Mama, no. And my sister, Gina, no, I haven't. Thank you. Because, see, I'm covering myself. I just want to make sure I've not said one bad thing. But the only thing I've said was, why do they keep doing this about me? What is so unnerving about me that just drives them crazy? And um, I'm happy. I walk in the joy of the Lord, and I'm not afraid to look silly. I'm not afraid to look stupid, because people know that I'm not stupid. <laughs> Sometimes I can be stupid, but in a fun way.
1: We're, we're going to do one of these one day. I'm going to do, um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to do America's funniest videos, and I'm going to go over to Doreen's and hang out for about twelve hours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See the tree limb knock the <laughs> <laughs> roller out of my. Hair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that I was thinking about that the other day. I thought I thought some of the things that Doreen has, has done and and not 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 trying to do this but just did it, uh would make America's funniest video. <laughs> I can you imagine someone out in the yard with her rollers in her hair hung up in a tree. <laughs> I think about Absalom who had the long hair and it was his downfall. He rode under a bush, under a limb and got his hair caught, and the enemy caught up with him and killed him. <laughs> so and I see some of the funny America's funniest videos and I think, well, you know what? This would be good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm through. Go okay, ahead.
0: I'm gonna give this one one more scripture. Okay. Matthew twenty three, twelve. People who think they are better than others will be made humble. But people who humble themselves will be made great. God will not make, will not move in those who think they are better. He's not going to move you forward. Now, it may look like you're going forward a little bit. But the devil will make sure you go forward to make you think you're in good with God.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, so just... Check yourself. It's important that we examine ourselves. If you find yourself nitpicking about someone, be real with yourself. Be truthful and ask yourself, why? Why does this person have an effect on you? Why are you nitpicking? Are you jealous of them?
1: That's it. That's it exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's it exactly. That's that's jealousy. And Doreen wonders why that they they state those things and do those things. Why would they do that? Family members, whoever. It's because of your walk with the Lord. And sometimes it looks like you're putting on a show. You know, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about anybody who is who is talking about the Lord all the time, praying, seeking God, believing God. Mm-hmm. People think sometimes that They think they're above you. That's not it at all. That's not it at all. Mm -hmm. But they see it that way. Most of the time, if you're nitpicking somebody, there's something about them that you're envious of.
0: Right. That's right. Nine times out of Mm ten. Think about that. Yeah, that's true. All right. So um, what I do is I pray for them and for God to heal their hearts. Heal their hearts, whatever is on the deep, whatever is going on that's deep inside of them. Lord, heal them, I forgive them, and I love them, and my heart aches for them, I, I feel sad for them, because I love them, and, um, and I want, I want happiness in their lives, and, um, so that's what we need to do for each other. Don't take offense to those things. Yeah, I used to. And it would boil me over in the past. I'm not going to lie about that. And it would upset me and I would cry. You know, God, why? I don't understand why. But that is what it boils down to is jealousy. You know, and... Um, but even though, you know, people have more... Some people have more than you and they're still and they're jealous. It's because it's because of what you have in the Lord.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's because they see that walk that they really, truly desire to have. Mm-hmm. And um, um, so just walk with a forgiving heart and walk with a thankful heart on what you've got. I am so thankful for what I have and I'm thankful for what I don't have. You know, because I wouldn't be where I am at today if I had everything. And um, and if I hadn't gone on the walk that I've gone on in the past, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I'm grateful for those days. I'm grateful for those tough days, those bad days. I'm grateful for the heartaches. I'm grateful for those days because of who... They have made me to be. And you know what? I'm taking those things and I'm using them to help other people because I've been there, done that. I've walked in a, I've walked on a path of being disappointed in love. I've been in, I was in a marriage where I wasn't loved and I, um, I was, and I know what, it means to lag, in things. So, but you know what? Those don't make me less of a person. They make me stronger. And I want to encourage every one of you to take what, to take your wrongs and turn them into the good and make them right. Use them to help other people. Don't use things, don't use the Bible, don't be sanctimonious, and use them to hurt someone Think because it's going to make you feel better about yourself. Mm-hmm. You have an issue if you feel like you have to point out flaws in somebody else because it makes you feel happy about yourself. It makes you feel better about yourself because you see, obviously, you've got something going on there that you need to take care of and face it Run on? Did I say that right? Yes. Sometimes I don't say things right, but that's okay. Um, that's me, and uh, I accept me. And I used to struggle with that because every time I said something the wrong way, it was pointed out. But guess what? I'm okay if I don't say it right, because people who know me know what I mean. You have me. And I'll tell you. Yep, oh, for sure. <laughs> so. Be honest with yourselves. Why do you feel, some of you out there, why do you feel sanctimonious? Are you walking in a religious spirit? If so, that's not the Lord. The devil created religion. The devil created the religious spirit, not God. A religious spirit is not love. It is control. And control is, there is no love and control and if you are again taking scriptures using it to condemn that's not of God that's being sanctimonious too. God doesn't condemn his word says I didn't come here to condemn he came here to love Mm -hmm. we can't win souls condemning people Jesus had followers because of his heart, the love that was in his heart. He didn't have followers because he condemned them. We cannot condemn each other in our wrongdoings. We cannot.
1: He condemned the, these people you're talking about.
0: He condemned the religious people. Yes, yes. he did. Yep. Because he knew they were not of the Lord.
1: They were using, using the, the law to put him down
0: that's right so i think i think i believe we've said everything that we could possibly say and please do not take offense in anything that has been said we want everybody to be on the right track love each other husbands and wives get back on track because i know there's so many men in the church who go home abusing their wives and speak to them like they're nothing when they get home And you know what? I can read that when I'm in church, when I'm in some churches, I could see the women's faces and recognize it because you know why it takes one to know one. Mm -hmm. And I, I, and I'm a very observant person. So wherever I'm at, I observe people. I pay attention. I pay attention to people in the mall. I pay attention to wherever I'm at on how people are acting towards each other. And I think, Lord, I don't ever want to be that way. If I am that way, I'd rather stay single for the rest of my life. I don't want to be like that. I want to be loved and I want to love back. I've got animals besides my kids that I love on and they love me no matter what. (laughs) Now the kids, that's a different story, but the animals, they love you no matter what. You know? So anyway
1: they love you for what you what you give them
0: yeah <laughs> that's the truth <laughs>
1: for the pork chops
0: <laughs> even the neighbor's dog she comes in the morning pounding on my door where's my treat? where's my treat mm-hmm. well this brings us to the end of our podcast and all you know putting joking joking this aside um we hope that this podcast was inspirational i'll we'll help you all move in the right uh-huh. direction and that it will touch your hearts and get you to examine yourselves, look inside yourself. Love, don't be jealous of anyone. Because jealousy is not love, and it's not going to get you anywhere. It might be a temporary fix for you. You're not hurting that other person, you're hurting yourself. When you talk about them, you're hurting yourself, not them. And pray for those who are hurting you. Don't be angry with them. Don't hate them. Pray for them and love them. You know, I said to my sister, uh, Gina, I said, you know what? We're going to be there for that person. And I'll tell you one thing I never share My personal life with my family. I never share anything about my finances, anything about relationships. That is my business. So, no one knows anything about me other than what I want them to know. And that's usually just good things because I want to be a light to my family. And we need to be a light to each other. Don't share personal things, just be a light and share fun things. Um, but pray for them, don't hate them, love them, and be there for them. Just don't share personal things. Hear them out and listen to them. And just be that friend, be that family member. And family members do not need to be the preacher to each other. That doesn't work. Family members need to just be family members be a sister, be a brother, be a, 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 a child, be the parent. Don't be the preacher. You're not the preacher to this family member. You are to be just the sibling, be just the friend. Amen. Now, if a friend asks you for advice, then give it to them. But other than that, listen and encourage don't point out the flaw don't rebuke with scripture don't condemn that's not your place your place is to love be love and only love amen so we want to give a special thanks to Amy Mann of Christian Television Network and check out my Facebook page Doreen Davis, Love Potion. It is Love Potion number nine. And I have the nine, um, f- the, the nine ingredients to that formula. So look me up. And so be sure to come back next week for our next discussion. Until then... This is Straight Shooters, where you will get straight talk concerning our Christian walk. God bless you, and have an awesome weekend, and we love you.